Hey, just a warning. While Fuller House is a family show, the Fullest House podcast is not. Listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to the Fullest House podcast, where our seasonal episode is actually on time. I'm Mark Green. I'm Harrison Bloom. And I'm Zach Horowitz. It's Thanksgiving, y'all. Yeah, it's Thanksgiving. We missed the Halloween episode, but we we have our Thanksgiving episode on time, apparently. Yeah, before we started recording, I looked through, because uh, we record these in advance, and I was thinking, oh, when's this episode going to release? And if my calculations are correct, this should be releasing the Sunday after Thanksgiving, which is, I think that's pretty good timing on our part. Yeah. Friggin' nerd with your calculations and whatnot. I'm a smart boy. Uh, it's all up here. If my calculations are correct. Mm, according to my calculations. Uh, um, um, actually, it'll be like the Sunday after Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, actually, it's the su- it's the Sunday after Thanksgiving, therefore making it Christmas season. So it's not actually on time. Um, actually, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Yes, it's actually Christmas time and not Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is only the day of, because after Halloween, it's just Christmas and then that one day break. Yeah, um, actually, the Christmas season starts October 1st, so... <laughs> exactly. Tyler points us, none of us have glasses, but I, but Zach and I wear contacts. Yeah, I was gonna say, two of us wear contacts, so... Mm-hmm. I'm just a poser, doing my push-the-glasses gesture. Oh, you and your perfect eyesight. You can get decorative glasses. I do have decorative blue light glasses. <laughs> I'm that guy. Of course you fucking are. And isn't that worse than having glasses? Yes. <laughs> and isn't that the true meaning of Thanksgiving? Exactly. But yeah, it's Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving and we've got guest stars galore. Oh, yes. So, uh, so many. who do we have here? Let's do a head count. Danny's here. Jesse's here. Becky's here. Joey's here. Nikki's here. Alex is here. All of Joey's kids who weren't in the original TV show are here. Joey's wife who wasn't in the original TV show is here. Steve is here. CJ is here. Matt is here. They're usually here, so they're not super special guest stars, but they're also not regular, so they are still guest stars. I think that's the list. Am I forgetting anybody? That's a lot of guest stars. I don't think so. Well, the, the many guest stars who have shown up on our podcast as well. That's right. Yeah, we've got, the, we have a star-studded episode for you guys as well. You all noticed before, uh, our little nerd friend. Yeah, our little nerd friend. Our little nerd friend. Poindexter McGee. Yeah, I have a name. There we go. And it is Poindexter McGee, yes? Uh, yes, but you can call me Dexter for short, or Dex for short. Dex. <laughs> Dex, you're, you really are the little nerd in all of us that just comes bursting out. Um, actually, I'm not little. I'm actually 6'2". I'm very tall. Is that what you put on your dating profile? No, I put on my dating profile that I'm actually 6'4", because um, people who say that they're 6'2 on their dating profiles are actually 6 foot, and that's too, that's too short for some people. Uh, you, you gotta be tall. You gotta be tall to get these women. <laughs> hey, Dex, what do you think of this episode of Fuller House? And by the way, audience... If it sounds like we're stalling for time, that's because by recounting that list of guest stars, 
I recounted maybe the first 10 minutes of the episode. Yeah, that's really yeah, my most valid right. criticism. That's really my most valid criticism of the episode is that uh, it really spends a lot more time focusing on the characters who aren't here as opposed to the characters who are here all the time and are like our main cast. It's really more of a, uh, a, a um, it, the guest stars. I, I'm sorry, I'm like stuttering a little bit. I'm sorry. I'm, it's so unprofessional. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so wonderful watching you find the voice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm trying, dude. I'm trying. <laughs> Listen, we No, I I know you're trying because you're being you're you're trying to be hospitable to Dex who is a separate person. Exactly. Listen. <laughs> we decided that Mark wouldn't be the only one who invited friends over this time. That's right. Cuz it's so star-studded, you know, we can't let Mark have all the fun. Yeah, I mean like I mean like Toby and Mike are here. Yeah. Mike here. Hey Mike. Oh my god. Hey. Hi. Hi, Mike here. <laughs> Mike, Mike, did you like this episode? Beloved Fuller House guest star. <laughs> well, I thought it was missing a little something. You know what? What? Some Mike. Exactly! That's what I'm saying. I think that's really, that's really the big thing. I looked at that episode and I said, there is no Mike here. You're right. I I mean, there I guess it's a little, it's a little hard to find an excuse now that Crystal is gone, but like, they should definitely yeah. have brought you back. Oh, yeah. I think, Mike, you were really Rolling? a highlight of the show. I keep trying to slide into DJ's DM saying Mike here. <laughs> uh, but she's just not uh, answering my texts. Mike, I'm sorry to tell you this. I don't know if you know about this, but uh, she's dating Matt now. You know, he really rebounded from your granddaughter real quick. What? My heart is shattered. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Mike. I, I thought you knew. I mean, you watched the episode with us. You know, the, the Fullest House watch party. The Fullest House watch party with us and all of our friends. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I need a moment. Okay, Mike. All right, come back when you feel better. <laughs> Guys, Mike just ran crying out the door. I don't know where he's going. Which do you think he's more upset about? The fact that Matt broke up with Crystal or the fact that DJ is not single? Probably the DJ thing. Yeah. I think the DJ thing. I think he loves his granddaughter very much and is sad that her boyfriend broke up with her. Yeah. I think he's also real horny for DJ. Yeah. He's yeah. very horny for DJ. <laughs> I I was, for a second, I was trying to make like a transition or something. And I was going to say, speaking of being horny for DJ. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I didn't have a follow up. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, you got to leave that to the, to the professionals. I know, I'm not the transition man. I'm the transition guy, Mark. Listen. <laughs> oh, uh, this is uh, this is my thing. I need uh but um speaking of being horny for DJ, Steve is also here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, he did it. I did he it. He did it. There it is. He did it. There, there it, is. it is. Oh, he's back. I'm here too. I forget what my name was. <laughs> But I'm one of our <laughs> guest stars. That's right. What was your name again? Do, do you remember? Uh, oh, was it Gerald? It might have been Gerald, but also I can have a nickname. Uh, well, what's your nickname, Gerald? Mm. What? Oh, I thought like we could come up with one because oh. we're such good <laughs> friends now. How about <laughs> J Jerry? I like like no, yeah no like my mom calls me Jerry. Like, okay. My family calls me Jerry, but I thought okay like, yeah we need like a new we we need like a new thing. Yeah, you know, because yeah, yeah. we're not like your parents or anything. We're 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 best buds. <laughs> I thought like like something cool, like Skids or or, 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 or Shorty. I don't know, like 
like something something fun that's like just for the three of us. You can be shorty because uh, clearly, according to me and my superior height and intellect, uh, you are uh, inferior in both of those aspects. That's true. It was very fun. <laughs> yeah, Dex has just been sitting. Dex has just been sitting here the entire time. Yeah. Uh, Mike left, but Dex is still here. Yeah, he's just been waiting in the wings. You know, he can't talk all the time, you know? Should we just introduce all the guest stars, or should we wait until they come up naturally? No, don't put too much pressure on them. We everyone that's hates right, icebreakers. Right. Okay, well, because because Tyler Tyler was asking, he was curious what Toby was feeling about this episode, and Toby is here too, you guys. Ah, oh, they! I'm uh, so happy you could be here for Friendsgiving, Toby. Yeah, everyone's favorite, Toby. So happy, happy <laughs> to be here. Um, I'm I'm just honored that you considered me for Friendsgiving. Um, I, I of course sold you the turkey because I sell, uh, sacred cows and chickens and also turkeys. Oh, that's so cool. You're really expanding your business. Oh yeah. We love to see it. I know. It's, we're growing. (laughs) We're growing. We're growing and, um, uh, small, small businesses are the backbone of the American economy. You're right. And and we got to support you during this time. Hey, Toby, how's your cat? Uh, cat's doing good. Oh, he's doing good. He's on some medication right now. Oh, oh no! I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that. Oh no! Like, 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 not necessary medication, but like, my doctor said that there's an experimental <laughs> treatment to give him laser eyes. Whoa! <laughs> oh, Holy wow. shit! Yeah, no, we're 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 turning him into a super cat. <laughs> oh my god! It's incredible. It's an experimental procedure, but I just thought, you know what, let's go for it. The wonders of science are really just wonders something today. Yeah. I mean, are, are you really concerned, Toby? Because I think if you give a, a cat laser eyes, like, you know, they can really destroy the house. Oh, he's a very good cat. The way Joey's kids do in this episode, Fuller House. That's what I was going for, Harrison. You beat Everybody's me to it. Everybody's killing it with the transitions. I was trying to, I was trying to set it up. And then Harrison just like came in and was like, oh, you know, this really good transition you were planning. I'm just going to sneak in and steal it from you. No, 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 no. You set up the shot and I spiked it. It's uh, it's like, no, it's like an alley-oop. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like an alley-oop. I was thinking the more the volleyball analogy of you like bump it yeah. and then I go bam into the ground. Yeah, it's like an alley-oop in volleyball. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, as we all know. Classic volleyball as, move. As we all know, classic volleyball. Dex, shut. No, I, I know you're about to say something. <laughs> no. Dex? Sometimes he can't Dex? control himself. So, so Joey's kids are destroying the house in Fuller House. Before we get there, do we want to talk about, I know by listing all the people who show up, that's most of the events for the first like 10 minutes or so, maybe. But the content is different. But there are some certain things. Yeah, there's a certain thing about each one of them that's going on. Yeah. Yeah, for example, our our favorite dad, Danny Tanny, shows up. And he is not doing well. He's, he shows up in a Ferrari. He's going through a whole midlife crisis. Is he divorced yet? Did I forget? Aren't we all? No, I think he said that his wife was like with her family. His wife couldn't come. Oh, okay. No, he's just feeling sad. Yeah, he's just he's just feeling real sad. A bookcase apparently almost fell on him, and now he is yeah, trying he to overcompensate died. for almost having died by uh, by becoming <laughs> by a Ferrari, a complete dork <laughs> with a Ferrari, and having a midlife crisis. He's bought a Ferrari. He's he's got gold chains. Yes. He's talking all street. He's it's. Danny Tanny has entered a new chapter in his life. 
Yeah. A chapter of douchebaggery and being very sad. The midlife crisis chapter. That's right. Yeah. And then, uh, and then you know, there's Jesse and Becky. Uh, Becky really wants to have another kid because, you know, I mean, I guess USC is just relying on her at this point. <laughs> <laughs> they need more rowers. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so she wants another baby, but uh, Jesse is tired of training all the rowers. You know, it's really tough on his back. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And really, it's him who does all the heavy lifting there. Yeah. I do want to say that when Jesse says, like, no, I don't want a baby, her rebuttal is, but I'm baby crazy. It's like, Becky, that's not a good reason to get a baby. <laughs> It's not a good reason to buy a baby. You can't just go to the baby store and be like, I'm baby crazy. And you can't just like buy a baby. Go up, go up to the baby store, see your good friend Toby, be like, hey, Toby, <laughs> one baby, please. And that's not how it works. Oh, that's such, that content is. <laughs> Toby, you don't sell babies, right? You specify in non-human animals. <laughs> I specify non-human animals, but Zach, that was a choice joke. That content is so relatable to my life. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Toby. Hashtag relatable content. I, I do it for you, Toby. I appreciate it. I'm just trying to keep us a little bit on, on oh, task. Because yeah. not much happens in this episode. It's it's a hard one to talk about. But Nikki and Alex are, t are back. Yes, and they're mildly successful entrepreneurs. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Je Jesse says it's a mildly successful taco truck, which is more than anyone was expecting. Oh, yeah. Most small businesses do not do well. Mild success. Good for them. Yeah. They're they're all just like wonderful characters. They don't really show up that much, but every time they're on screen, they just make the most of it. They so do. And finally, Joey shows up. Uh, I did not. If this had been mentioned before, I did not remember it. But his wife is a magician. Apparently so. He also shows up uninvited. I know he lives in Vegas, I think. Yeah, he's think? in Vegas. His wife's a magician. He does a little his, trick. His wife does a magic act, I guess. His wife does like a little trick to come in where there's like a cloud of smoke and then she runs in, but you can see her run in. Yeah, so she's a bad magician. <laughs> yes. She's not good at magic. Ta-da, I threw a smoke bomb. <laughs> Um, actually, the precision and accuracy needed to throw a smoke bomb, uh, preferably, pre I'm assuming it's from the street level, so pretty far away. Uh, it's pretty exact, you know, you gotta be very precise if you're throwing it. So, uh, it's not really so much that she's a bad mu uh, bad magician, but really she'd be more suited to something like, I don't know, like, uh, base pitching in baseball or something like that. It's a very accurate shot. Ah, I see. Thank you, Dex. The fact that Dex is participating the most out of our guest stars is making me <laughs> so happy. <laughs> Good job, Dex. I'm so glad. Oh, uh, so happy to have you here, Dex. He just shows up. He shows up when he's needed, you know? Yeah. And thus, like the night I vanish. <laughs> they weren't uninvited, but they did not RSVP. So DJ, who is intent on having the perfect Thanksgiving. Freaks out. <laughs> she freaks out. And I think Joey's reaction... I really hate Joey in this show. <laughs> She's so bad. Canada's favorite son, Dave Coulier. Canada's favorite son, Dave Coulier. Uh, his reaction, like his reaction to anything he does or any way any of the characters uh, react to him is to say like, oh, that's fun. Anyway, we're just all having fun here. I messed up your plans. My presence is a horror and a nuisance. Mm -hmm. My kids are little monsters. My kids are little monsters. 
Yeah, his kids are here too, and they're little monsters. They are the worst. They're the worst. In the same way that Nikki and Alex might be the best. Yeah. You know, it's weird that Mr. Woodchuck did not show up at all. I am shocked they didn't go with that. Mr. Woodchuck is more of a kid to Joey than his kids. Yeah, it's very weird that he doesn't show up in the episode, especially because we have Mr. Woodchuck right here. Hey, Mr. Woodchuck. Mr. Woodchuck, this is a surprise guest. Oh, is this podcast made of wood? (laughs) Hey! Tyler, please add in a laugh track right there. (laughs) You know, it just, it makes me wonder, maybe Mr. Woodchuck, during the filming of that episode, Mm -hmm. were you, like, off trying to, like, find some guest star, from some co-stars for your new TV show? You know, like, Humor Dog and Amiable Mouse? My my friends, Humor Dog and Amiable Mouse? (laughs) This is really, I was, I was, I was doing some contract work for HBO. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Um, um, I'm a... I'm appearing in the... I, I'm so excited to see where this goes. No, I was doing some guest work for HBO. I was, um... Uh, you probably noticed me in uh, the season of Game of Thrones. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, was I, it, I actually, yes. Was it was it on the wall because of, of all the wood? The wo- yeah. Is that wall made of wood? <laughs> it's not, but there's wood on the wall that you could help 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 build and work with <laughs> you know me i just i love wood <laughs> it's one of my favorite things but so unfortunately i was not able to be on the episode even though there was a big card for me that's right oh i'm sure you were you were getting so you were actually going to be joey's wife right but then you you canceled at the last minute and then they brought in like this magician yeah it's true it's true i'll um that was going to be the storyline yes <laughs> Yeah, Joey and his half-human, half-woodchuck children. That's why they're such little monsters, because they're literally monsters. <laughs> they're horrible abominations. They are really bad in this. They, like, torture Ramona. They use all of Ramona's makeup and make fun of her and ruin her pillows. They hold Max and Jay money at gunpoint. <laughs> at nerf at nerf gunpoint, not actual gunpoint. Mm-hmm. I do, I do, before we stray too far, I do want to mention one thing from the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Yes. Which is before Danny shows up, Stephanie reveals that she has not yet told Danny that she's dating Jimmy Gibbler. Oh, God. And she doesn't want anybody to tell him that she's dating Jimmy Gibbler, which testament to Jimmy and how wonderful he is. He does not take this poorly at all. Nope. He's just like, yep, I'm Jimmy Goblin now. I think if my girlfriend said, oh, I don't want my dad to know I'm dating you, I might be a little <laughs> offended. Yeah. But Jimmy's like, yeah, no, no, no. We'll tell him you're dating Jimmy Gobbler. Get it? Because it's Thanksgiving. He's getting real festive. I mentioned this while we were watching the episode, but the more I think about it, um, my favorite character archetype is Himbo. Oh, yeah. Yes. He's wonderful. I just, they're the best. We love a good Himbo. We love a good Himbo. And you can quote me on that. Hey, wait, I have to ask, Humor Dog, who's also here, I think, uh, how funny do you think the himbo archetype is? 
It's right, it's me. <laughs> Legally distinct character, Humor Dog. Oh, you, Humor Dog, you're so... I'm here. You're so goofy, Humor Dog. I'm legally Legal, distinct, I'm not... Legally distinct, Humor Dog. Legally distinct character, Humor Dog. I'm not... I'm different from any other character you might know already. <laughs> I'm a friend of Mr. Woodchuck's. <sighs> um, in turn, uh, Jimmy Gibbler, oh, you know me. I love me a good himbo. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yep. Oh, he's so funny. He's such a good legally distinct it's humor, me, dog. humor dog. I'm so glad we could have some of Mr. Woodchuck's friends. I know. Ain't that right, amiable mouse? I know, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, we got the whole gang here. Oh, it feels so good to be over from uh, illegally distinct land. <laughs> the whole gang. It's me, humor dog, amiable mouse, and our friend disgruntled waterfowl. <laughs> <laughs> Classic disgruntled <laughs> waterfowl. Yeah, we, we're so glad to have their friends. I mean, and they're the real experts of comedy, right? They're the real experts. Classic comedians, distinct from any other characters. Yeah, clearly no relation to any other existing character. <laughs> right? Holy original. Yeah. <laughs> Get sued. Um, <laughs> we're not gonna get sued because they're legally distinct characters: humor dog, amiable mouse, and disgruntled. I, I know, I know. Butterfly. It's a, it's the, it's the bit. Why would anybody want to sue me? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody would want to sue you. They would want to sue us. You know, you're, 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 you're innocent, humor dog. Don't worry. Yeah, humor dog is innocent in all this. Free my free humor dog. He didn't do nothing wrong. Uh, thanks, humor dog. <laughs> Thank you, Humor Dog. Humor Dog's just such a goofy character. I know, right? You're such a goofy guy. But, uh, yeah, Jim, Jimmy Gibbler is immediately like, yeah, you don't want my dad to know you're dating me. Great. Call me Jimmy Gobbler. Which I thought that was going to be a thing for the episode. When she first said it, I was like, oh, Jimmy's going to be upset and they, they're going to have to work that out. But instead, he's no, immediately don't. okay. And then Danny shows up. Max spills the beans that DJ is dating... Jimmy Gibbler. And then he's also okay with it. He says that Stephanie is dating Jimmy Gobbler. And then he connects the dots real fast. Yeah, Danny connects the dots real fast. And Danny, cool dude that he is, uh, <laughs> gives him a high five. Gives, gives him, him a, a high, high five. five. He's immediately accepting. Um, my brain is kind of mush this episode. <laughs> oh, I think that's the same for all of us. And like, they go through, the house is a mess. The, the kids uh, destroy Ramona's room, use all of our makeup. Hold Max and Jay money at Nerf gunpoint. They duct tape them to a chair. They duct tape them to a chair, back to back. And also, meanwhile, Danny is also gone, going down the bay. He went skinny dipping in the bay, met some cool dudes. Got his clothes stolen. <laughs> oh, I'm so, is, oh, yeah, one of them's here now. Yeah, what's up, dudes? Uh, what's up? Uh, yeah, it's me. My name's Joseph Brosif. Hey, Joseph Brosif. Uh, I, I saw Danny Tanny <laughs> over at the uh, bay. He went skinny dipping on his hoverboard. It was real fucking sick, dude. That's so cool. Wait, so he was on his hoverboard, okay? And he shows up at the beach. And it's me, Angela. Oh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Cowabunga, dude. Uh, dude, bro. Michelangelo's here, too. Wait, Mikey... Did you also steal Danny's clothes when he was skinny nah, dipping? Nah, I stole Danny's clothes. He was in the he was in the he was in the bay, and I was like, "Dude, that's awesome! Hey, you know what would be really fucking sick 
if I took your clothes on my hoverboard and you like chased me and stuff, but I don't think he saw me do that. Cause he, I, I turned oh. around like a mile later and he wasn't there. And I was like, Oh, I guess I've still got his clothes then. Yeah. Uh, apparently he had to drive, drive his hoverboard naked all the way to a church to get some donation yeah, clothes. Yeah, that's what I heard is that he like stole from a church. Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty uh, freaking cool. He, he did some nude hoverboarding and took clothes from the church's donation box. Oh, God. Yeah, I, I probably should give him his clothes back. I don't know. I feel like that's, I don't know. I thought he'd like chase after me, you know, like in the movies. You know, those classic naked hoverboard <laughs> chase scenes. Oh, yeah. That's, so, that's such relatable content. Exactly, dude. Now, you know what I'm talking about, bro. Hashtag relatable content. And that's where he met me, Michelangelo. At the church? <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Us turtles were doing some youth outreach. <laughs> I just so picture you doing that, you know, playing a song about Jesus, the one true drug, you know. Yeah. Don't do drugs. Get high on Jesus Christ. Hell yeah. Amen, brother. <laughs> Cowabunga. You know who does drugs? Shredder. You don't want to be like him, do you, dudes? Fuck no. We don't want to be Shredder. Hey, hey. Don't curse. I'm sorry, Watch Michael. your language. I'm sorry, Michelangelo. Uh, <laughs> okay. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, uh, I think I think we may have got I think we may have gone overboard on the guest stars, you guys. I was I was gonna say should we should we maybe say no more guest stars for the rest? Yeah, no of more the no more new character. I'm sorry to everyone else here who's been waiting in the wings. We're cutting you off. It's just gonna be the three of us from now on doing oh, our no. show. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Mamma mia! You don't want to have Mr. Rubber on the show? <laughs> Me, Mr. Rudebutt? Mr. Rudebutt? No, Mr. Rudebutt, we don't have room for you. There's no more room at Friendsgiving. Oh, man. I'll I'll come back another time, guys. I'm Mr. Rudebutt. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll have a leftovers, uh, like, breakfast for you. It'll be great. I think we may have gone a little bit too hard on the guest stars, which is really, you know... Same thing with this episode. Hey, let's get back to the episode now. No, let's all. Can we just for one second, please, like pause and take a cleansing breath? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think we need a moment after all. All right, all right, all right. Breathe in. Hold it for a second. And exhale. Okay. This episode is fucking insane. Yeah. So, um, Tyler does point out not to keep going back that after Danny and Jimmy high five, there are no more interactions. Yeah. There are like several characters who are part of like that first scene and then don't do anything the rest of the episode. This is, I was thinking that this episode and it was like, oh man, this episode has hardly any Jimmy, hardly any Fernando, hardly any J money. Hardly any Steve, to be honest. There's a little yeah. bit more Steve than than them. Joey's wife shows up, has like one line, and then never talks again. I would trade all the Joeys <laughs> for more of Fernando, Steve, J Money, and Jimmy. Yes. Yeah, I would. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. For sure. Don't even. I don't even have to think about that. Well, this is far down the line, but I I really want can't remember where which episode 
Dave Coulier, uh, uh, Joey, Joey walks in and it just made me say, oh, oh no. no, just at the sight <laughs> of him. It's just, just, that's just the feeling every time he shows up. That happened once in our original run through, he showed up and I just went, oh no. And <laughs> Mark and I were laughing because we realized, yeah, that really is the proper reaction to seeing Dave Coulier. Canada's favorite son. Not just as viewers, also as characters. I feel like that's just how anyone should react when they see Joey. We should we should also point out Joey's children are named Jerry, Lewis, Phyllis, <laughs> and Joan. They're all named after famous comedians, Jerry Lewis, Phyllis Diller, and Joan Rivers. But like one of his kids doesn't get his own comedian. The boys have to share a comedian. Yeah. <laughs> Were they twins? No, they're no, they're not twins. No, they're all separate ages. Okay. What w- what would you name twins if you had twins and you had to give them like interconnected names? Oh God, Michael or- and Michael. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Because my first my first thought. What? Honestly, I don't know if this is what I'd go with, but my, the first thing that popped into my head was flip and flop. <laughs> <laughs> no, never mind. Flip and flop. <laughs> How about slip and slide? <laughs> <laughs> slip and slide. See, flip and flop have like an HGTV show where they renovate houses. Uh. Slip and slide have like a skating show. Yes. They're they're pro skateboarders. Yes. Mayo must and crunch. Oh god. <laughs> oh, no. oh no. Oh, naming my firstborn son Mayo must. <laughs> but yeah, so really, really like most of this episode is just. The people come in, they have the problem, and it's just them doing it. Like, it's just Danny Tanner comes in, and he's having a midlife crisis. Jesse and Becky come in, and they're fighting about having a baby. Joey comes in, and his and kids he's the worst. are fucking destroying the house, <laughs> and he's the worst. Like, that's really all that this episode is, or, like, the first, like, 15 minutes of this 20-minute episode. I, like, I was gonna say we've gotten so off track, but looking at my notes, we're almost through the, plot. the first half of my notes. Yeah. Uh, DJ, Stephanie, Ramona, Max, and J Money, because they've all been forced out of their rooms for other for different reasons, be it like Danny staying in DJ's room or there are monsters in Ramona and then Max and J Money's rooms. They all go downstairs to share one inflatable mattress. Yep. And then they are accosted by Jerry Lewis, Phyllis, and Joan. <laughs> These fucking kids, man. I mean, you can't live with them. You can't live without them. The Gladstone Four. Oh, man. I could live without them. (laughs) (laughs) I could very much live without these kids. I mean, we should live without these kids, but kids in general. Yes. Uh, Jesse and Danny get very comfortable, as Tyler points out, because uh, uh, Becky kicks Jesse out of bed. Becky kicks Jesse out. And then him and Danny have... A passionate night of cuddling. They they do some spooning. They do some uh, some real guy spooning, but they got their socks on, so it's not gay. That's right. That's definitely how that works. You can have a heterosexual spoon. Yeah, but you gotta have socks on. You can spoon as friends. I'm not, I'm saying even without socks on, you can spoon as friends. Totally. I'm saying I mean like pants maybe like some article of clothing. Yes, would be preferred. But like, you know, you know, it's, 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 I'm, I'm not, I'm not here for, um, doing any like one-to-one spooning is gay things. So 
DJ and Matt the next morning are working on the meal. And who should walk in? But Steve. Because apparently he didn't know. And they probably should have told him by now. <laughs> I mean, they weren't. They didn't have to, but they should have. Not that they were obligated, just like no. you did, they didn't anticipate this problem. <laughs> and and like, yeah, that's that's the thing. I don't think there's any reason to do so under normal circumstances. But like, they know Steve. Yeah. They know yeah. who Steve is. They invited him over for Thanksgiving. He's dating someone else, and still, when he walks in, his reaction is, Happy, thanks, what the heck? <laughs> Steve is just wonderful this episode. He has some limited screen time, but he makes the most of it. Oh, yes. And CJ is such a trooper. I don't know how she puts up with it. I, I mean, he he calls her DJ multiple times. Yeah, well, I think it, the thing that happens exactly is, well, first, uh, Matt and DJ say, tell Steve that they're dating. Uh, yeah. His immediate response is, no way. <laughs> Great for you guys. He does say, no, I want to point out, he doesn't say no way. He says, no way, Jose. Oh, yeah, yeah he says, no way, Jose. And then um, immediately tells them, and it's all fine because I'm in love with DJ. CJ. I mean, CJ. CJ with a C. Shit, fuck. Yeah, no, I I love DJ. CJ with a a C and then a J. And then CJ's just like, yeah, he does this all the time. It's okay. Which is like. CJ's a trooper. That's that's a red flag. That's the biggest of red flags right there. Yeah. It's a big old red flag. That's like communist Russia red flag level. (laughs) Cue the Soviet national anthem. (laughs) 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 Folks, that was our musical bits. (laughs) Musical bits. There could be a show where. and, And by the way, just to get all of our favorite recurring segments out of the way. Or not all of them. There could be a show where Humor Dog, Amiable Mouse, and Disgruntled Waterfowl will fight crime. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that's oh, basically yeah. just Darkwing Duck, almost. I mean, you just, yeah. like, add in another character or two. Except these characters are all legally distinct. Of course. And no yeah. relation yeah. to anything else ever. What is Disney? What's a Disney? Oh, I don't know. I, I've heard some people mention it, but, you know. Tyler is suggesting Dismo World. Dismo. The Dismo, Dismo World. Because we don't Dismo. have a name for their, what, what what they call legally distinct land. <laughs> yep. Yep. Dismo World. Ah, okay. I'm glad I got we got that right. Okay. Yes. I'm still here, apparently. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thanks for being so patient, Humor Dog. Enjoy. Of course. I love you all. Bye, hum- bye Humor Dog. Oh, bye. man. He's so funny. Such a goofy guy. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, what else, what you got on your notes? Uh, I have everybody guilts Jesse because he hates babies, which isn't <laughs> true. That is that is something that happens. But that's what they say. Yeah. Because Jesse and Becky are having that fight while everybody's eating. Well, it's during the picture. Like DJ's trying to get a family picture. Oh yeah, during the picture because they do a family picture. I was like, because everybody's there. I was trying to remember what it was. Yeah, and then uh, everyone's like, oh, Jesse doesn't want a baby. Boo, boo him. Well, well, the worst thing is first they hear that and everybody starts going, you're adopting a baby? Congratulations. And they start cheering and we are fully on Uncle Jesse's side. Yeah. I mean, they're they're in their 50s. Like, why are you? uh... And not that people in their 50s can't raise children, but as 
Becky lays out in a later scene where they're discussing it again. And Becky says, you know what? I thought about it. And I think you're right. She says, you helped Danny raise three girls. We already raised two sons. Yeah, they've raised a lot of kids. Plus, if both of us aren't into adopting a baby, we shouldn't do it. I'd add also Becky being bored is not a good reason to adopt a baby. Um, Plenty of people adopt or have children for themselves rather than, you know, for the children. And it's not a good thing to do. No, it's not a good look. But yeah, I and for that scene, my note is just um, Becky says a lot of true things. Yeah. But then afterwards, the show decides, yeah, you know that thing about having a healthy relationship? Fuck that. We're going to have them adopt a baby anyway. Yeah. Well, Jesse just goes, you know what? I do want to adopt a baby. And that's just kind of where it ends. Yeah. It just kind of ends there. Yeah, but DJ, Stephanie, and Kimmy all make a pact to fix all these problems of Danny's midnight life crisis, Joey's horrible family, and... um, Jesse's marital problems. Becky and Jesse's marital problems. Two out of three of those work out. Two out of three work out. Hint, hint, the worst one is the one that doesn't. (laughs) Oh, God. DJ, DJ goes to Danny, who is smoking a cigar... And he tells her that he was dusting his bookcase and he fell and the bookcase almost fell on him. And he started asking all these questions of who am I? Is this really how I've lived my life? And he decided he had to be adventurous and cool and change everything about him. He went out and rented a Ferrari. Good for him. Renting a Ferrari. Yep. How much does it cost to rent a Ferrari? Huh? A lot, probably. Yeah. Probably. I'd assume, based on like what Ferraris normally cost to buy. Yeah. yeah. But DJ tells him that she likes her old dorky dad. Danny says, I like your old dorky dad, too. <laughs> and so the problem solved. Yeah, he takes another puff of his cigar and says, why am I even doing this? I hate this. And agrees to go back to normal because he asks, like, you know, what's important in life? I've lost sight of it. And DJ tells him it's your family and your friends. And the day is saved. For the next scene, my main note reads, Joey is a bad father. (laughs) Yes. Kimmy comes in to confront Joey and she's like, listen, Joey. Well, first they go into to Ramona's room, see it in absolute chaos due to Joey's children. And Joey says, wow, Ramona sure is a slob. <laughs> so like he doesn't go into his children's rooms, does he? No, this is part of why I say he's a bad father. It's not yeah. only that he has raised his kids with no morals or <laughs> empathy at all. It's also that he doesn't seem to know who his kids are at all. Nope. Also, Kimmy does nothing to say, no, Ramona's not like that. She's just like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, she says, look, Joey, there are four people in this house who are uh, causing a lot of problems. And he's like, ah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm t- it's time to fuck up Jesse, Becky, and the twins. Tell them to get the hell out. And before Kimmy can tell him, no, that's not what I'm talking about. Joey gives her a compliment and says, you've done such a great job maturing into an adult and raising a child. I'm 
so proud of you. And the second... He also says that he'll let him down easy by doing a silly voice. Yeah. Who, what kind of dork would ever do a silly voice? Yeah, I mean, all of our guest stars on this show are all separate people. All of our voices are totally normal. We never stoop so low as to do some kind of bit where we do a voice and pretend that we're somebody else. No, these are different people. Isn't that right, Joseph? Hell yeah, dude. All right, thank you guys for the little cameo. We gotta get back to the analysis. So Joey gives Kimmy a compliment and she immediately tells him, you can stay as long as you like. Yep. And that's how she says it too. Yep, exactly how she says it. So she says that. And that also doesn't really become a problem because it only comes up once later. Well, that's the joke for the end of the episode. Okay. Kind of. Is that he's going to stay for another week with his kids and his wife and his entire family. It's not the very end of the episode, but it's a joke for the, it's a joke at the end of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it's, uh, it's, it's Thanksgiving dinner time and everyone's yeah. talking about what they're thankful for. Everything's been too hectic. DJ didn't really have time to make the meal. But guess who stepped in and saved the day? DJ. I mean, CJ. Fuck. C- <laughs> CJ. Or maybe DJ did have time to make the meal, but she didn't have DJ time to the arranged table the table. Yeah, she set up the tables. Yeah, CJ did it. And there's also just a real wonderful clip of Steve just standing over the table with like his arms outstretched in like a presenting manner. And it's wonderful. He's proud of CJ. He's so proud of CJ. CJ is a delight. Yeah. His girlfriend that he's loved since high school. I mean, uh, uh, just met after being introduced by Matt. Oh, yeah. Tyler did mention something before. When they're coming up with the plan, uh, Stephanie, DJ, and Kimmy, uh, instead of the she-wolf howl, they do a Thanksgiving-themed gobble howl, and it's just as bad as you think it would be. It looks like a child's imitation of the Peter Pan Native Americans and also a, a gobble thing is just horrible and it should not be replicated in any sense you sure do know your turkey anatomy oh gosh Mm -hmm. yeah for whatever reason their gobbles sound like (laughs) (laughs) what did i just say mark it shouldn't be replicated no i wasn't i wasn't see to me i totally get the the racist native american thing i think it's a little different it reminds me of People doing weird, like I've definitely heard that noise before, not in reference to Native American things. I think it's just some weird sort of howl. It's, if you remember, I know I've been talking about Clone High a lot with you guys, but Geshi. Oh, Geshi. The the mascot of their competing high school, Gesh, makes a sound like that. Yep. Ah. Written out, it's But a very higher pitched. Yeah. I think it's de- it's definitely I definitely see the it's very racist angle, but I also think it just I I just like who thinks a turkey sounds like that? Exactly, it was very strange. I, I also want to point out this is very on topic, but I was looking on IMDb because I'm doing IMDb trivia. There's not really much of note here, but I'm looking at the user reviews for this, and oh my god, all of them are just. All the reviews for this episode are just like, I hate Joey's kids. <laughs> like, hold on. I, allow me to read a 1 out of 10 rating on IMDb from this. Who's it from? What's the user? Uh, the From username Mrs. Robert Maxwell on IMDb. <clears throat> the title is, Joey's kids ruin this episode. Uh, <clears throat> it was awesome to see all the cast together, but Joey's kids are so obnoxious. Joey's kids are terrible. 
They need a good spanking. Not to mention, they are terrible actors, especially the girls. They are the worst actors I have ever seen. What were they think I'm hiring them for this awesome show? Period. Question mark. Not to mention, if my daughter was this bad an actor, I would never let her act because this will haunt them for the rest of their career. Oh, Hopefully no. they will realize acting is not their thing and quit acting. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's oh, no. so mean. It's so mean. Um, Why would you tell a things. child there's it shouldn't be an actor? Listen, not my words. The words of an actual review on I IMDb. know, I know. Uh, I'm talking about that person, whoever it is. There are just a few more things about this episode that I think we should mention. Yeah. Um, Steve gives a toast, uh, quote, to Matt and DJ. Who knows if it'll work out? Yep. DJ says, I wish Michelle could have been here. And Jesse turns to the camera and says, come, it'll be fun. They really want to bring back the Olsen twins. I, I wouldn't even mind the Michelle reference if they stopped looking at the camera. It, yeah, stop staring into my soul, Uncle Jesse from Full House. <laughs> TV's Uncle Jesse. Uh, Jesse and Becky decide to adopt the baby. Uh, and we end with just a round the table shot, like like the opening of Roseanne. Yep. I almost thought it was a reference for a second, and then I was like, why would Fuller House reference Roseanne? And that's the end of the episode. Yes. Which means, you know what time it is? What time is it? It's time for the sad boy of the week. I was trying to think of like something else to say as like a distraction, and I couldn't think of anything, so I just went right into it. Good. I don't think you need to distract. I think we decided midway through the episode that it's really a two-horse race for Sad Boy of the Week this week, unless we had any last-minute contenders. Uh, are there any last-minute? No, I don't think so. Maybe Joey for being a horrible father, but... Uh... <laughs> Maybe Nikki and Alex for their... I don't think they're sad. Oh, wait, uh, Jesse? Jesse could Jesse be. Jesse could be a little sad. Um, yeah, I think Jesse. I feel, I feel good. I don't think Nikki and Alex are super sad, but... Do we think that Jesse can be either... Danny or Steve. Those are our two main contenders. I think Jesse could beat Steve. I Maybe this betrays who I'm voting for. I don't think he could beat Danny. Yeah. All right, let's go through the cases. Let's go through all three. We got three nominees. We got Danny, we got Jesse, we got Steve. Okay, so my, my the only argument against Danny is that at the end he does reveal himself to be legitimately sad. He's not just pathetic. He is he's really sad and is going after a near death experience. Yeah. Though in his case, he is also pretty pathetic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. In Danny's case, yeah. he comes in having a full on <laughs> midlife crisis going, "Yo, yo, yo, DJ Tanny here." There are too many. There's already a DJ Tanner and a DJ Tanner. Yep. Uh, so maybe that joke doesn't scan. Um, <laughs> but he's doing that. He's he's being um, very urban in a way that is quite uncomfortable. <laughs> he's wearing his shiny like metallic jacket and it looks terrible. Yeah. I also want to point out Tyler makes a good point for Jesse saying he's kicked out of his room while he's sleeping and is forced to adopt a child. <laughs> I know we're not there yet. I was going to go through it. All. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. We're going. Um, but Danny goes for a midnight hoverboard. <laughs> oh, gets his clothing stolen. Hoverboards nude to a church. <laughs> Steals some clothes from the church and presumably oh hoverboards back home. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Um, and he's doing all of this even though he severely dislikes it. It's just the fact that he's doing all this is just he does he is legitimately sad, but he didn't need to do any of it. It's so stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Steve is deeply in love with DJ, finds out she's dating his best friend, Matt. Even though Steve is dating someone else, he's not okay with it and immediately has a visceral reaction of no. <laughs> we find out he all the time says to his girlfriend or around his girlfriend, ugh, I'm so in love with DJ. I mean you, CJ. <laughs> and then at Thanksgiving gives a toast saying, statistically, you're probably going to break up. Oh, God. Yeah, he does like the entire thing. He makes a whole speech to say congratulations to them and then has to say, but if you guys break up, you know, life sucks. Old Steve is here. I I do want to say I think it's funny that we made a point of saying there isn't much Steve in this episode, but the Steve that there is does warrant him a sad boy. Now. <laughs> he, he makes the most of the time that he's given. Like, really, this is the question that we're answering here with sad boy. Is that is it about quantity of sadness or is it about the quality of sadness? Okay, yeah. And Jesse. Uncle Jesse arrives fighting with his wife. He's kicked out and spoons with Danny. That also falls into Danny's column, spoons with Jesse. Yeah. He's forced to spoon with Danny. Uh, as we find out, they're both super into it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Because Jesse tells the story and there's a cutaway where Danny's spooning Jesse and Jesse's like, oh, get off of me. But he just won't. And Danny says, that's not what happened. And then we cut back and it's the same. He's spoon. Danny spoons Jesse and Jesse like settles lovingly into Danny's arms. It's very <laughs> cute. It's very cute. And then even though he didn't really want to, he agrees to adopt a baby. Oh, God. All right. Uh, so is it voting time? I think it's voting time. All right. Anybody want to start off the voting? Danny. I, I understand the point that he's legitimately sad, but just nude hoverboarding and his urban gangsta flavor. <laughs> Danny, 100 percent. Yeah, I was I was thinking about it. Like I said earlier, this is really about is it about the quality of the sad boy like with Steve, like he makes the most out of the time he's given or the quantity. And really, I feel like Danny gives us the best of both in this episode. Yeah, it's, it's true. It's true. so much of each. Not only is it very quality sad boy, but like it's there constantly. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we got to give it to our boy, Bob Saget, Danny Tanny. Danny Tanny. Midlife crisis boy. Our midlife crisis dad. Yep. Uh, And with that, I think that's the episode, you guys. Hell yeah. What a wonderful Friendsgiving. Thank you to all our guest stars. Yeah, thank you to all of our guest stars. We very much appreciated having you all here. Uh, Maybe next time it won't be as crowded. You're right. Harrison, wonderful Friendsgiving. The only person who's not, who wasn't here that we wish could have been here. Yes. Juan Pablo de Pache. Of course. Yes. Yes. Please come on our podcast. The invitation is open. You can come on the podcast anytime you like. Yeah, it's an open invitation. We'd love to have you. Open invitation. But if we don't have anything else to say. No, I think we're good. I think we're good. This has been an, our episode you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Fullest House Pod. Also follow us on Facebook. We are so happy to have any attention because we're sycophants. Share with your friends. Spread the word. Share with your friends. Spread the word, please. Like, comment, and subscribe. Like, comment, and subscribe. Smash that subscribe button. I'm Mark Green. I'm Harrison Bloom. And I'm Zach Horowitz. And until next time, 
May your houses be fuller, and may your hoverboarding be nude. Thank you.